everybody, welcome back to the world's best H2O Kent podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm Brooke. And we are so happy to have you here today. Uh, this is H2O and Friends, the podcast where, I don't know, we kind of shoot the breeze. Uh, we talk we talk about funny stuff and we talk about serious stuff. And we talk just, about our feelings, but we also talk about body wash. Yes, yes. So it's here to kind of be a living room conversation, conversation, and mm-hmm. um, I don't know. We're happy to have you along for for the ride. Uh, mm-hmm. How you doing, Brooke? I'm doing pretty good, pretty well, Brian. Thanks for asking. Um, got a candle lit here oh. close by. Um, drinking some water. Perfect. And wearing my joggers. Um, Perfect. I'm definitely sitting, not jogging. Okay. But joggers, they're just like, you know, they're like just a comfortable pant. Um, yeah. yeah, we prayed right before this. Yes. So just feeling good, feeling like the Lord is is present here. And yep. I hope the same. I hope the same for our listeners, too. Yep. Um, Brooke, we've talked in the past about how I have um, a pretty bad gag reflex. I think that was yeah. maybe one of the first episodes of, of H2O and Friends. <laughs> oh, what I've, a great way to kick it off, though. Yeah. We had to talk about that. I've got a um, a story to share with you. So I'd love to hear it. So we bought, so we've been doing um, uh, grocery delivery through Aldi. And they have um, a guac that I adore. It's the mm-hmm. homestyle guac. And it is rather spicy which i love i like that i've been on a big spicy foods kick and when you buy the 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 guac from aldi it comes in like a box and then there's like two like plastic pouches in the box and you have to kind of like like kind of like squirt or like kind of fart the the guac out of the pack into like another bowl or something that was two really unfortunate words to use in regards to guacamole. But yeah, I well, it's not like attractive. It looks attractive on the shelf. <laughs> but once you peel open that box, you're like, oh, this is just like a plastic pouch. And I got to. It's going to be a mess. I got to squeeze it out. <laughs> <laughs> so I usually do that. OK. And I, uh-huh. um, you know, I have my portion of guac and my chips and, you know, we move on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had some left over and I put it in a, um, a Ziploc bag. We have these like reusable Ziploc bags that have just been a huge hit at our household. Yeah. You've been using those, you know, we're keeping stuff from going into landfill, major win. You just wash them and all that. Yeah. Oh, here's where it goes south. Oh, no. I ran out of chips, Brooke. Okay. What else? That's you- actually, that's, that's tragic. Yeah. I ran out of chips. We weren't doing like tacos or fajitas or anything like that. And so the, the guac... Uh, sat in the fridge for a little long. No. And I had my guac. It was in the, it was in like the, the plastic pouch inside of the reusable Ziploc bag. But there was like this, like seeped, seeped liquid on the bottom (laughs) of this reusable pouch. Oh my God. And I had seen this for like a week. Yeah. I had seen this for like a week and I knew I was like, this is not going to be great, but I put it off for a week, which only makes it worse. (laughs) So time came to kind of clean up the refrigerator and, you know, kind of just purge what 
mm-hmm. what wasn't working. And I got rid of the guac, and the smells are indescribable. Oh, oh, um, no. The smells are indescribable, and part of it, part of what my problem is, is I psych myself up to being like, this is going to be terrible. I'm going to gag. So I, 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 I put it into the, I put it, I, I invert the Ziploc bag into the trash, and, you know, it's all there, but I still got the liquid kind of like flopping oh, out of the pack. No. And I take no, it over no. the sink and I'm smelling this and trying to wash it. And the whole time I'm just rah, 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 you know, just <laughs> hacking up. Oh and God. once I get coughing, it's game over. Brooke. Yeah. I had to I go. Remember, I, I, went, no, I went to the bathroom and I puked. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> From two week oh, old no. guac. That's 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 truly a catastrophe. In my brain, I was trying to find a way to combine the words guac and catastrophe into like guacastrophe, but then I was like, we, that's just one more unfortunate word that we did not need to have in this yeah. story. <laughs> yeah, so... Oh, man. You know... <laughs> I'm so sorry, Brian. That's terrible. Yeah. So that is... So to, to turn the page here, that is the worst thing that's happened to me um, in the last couple weeks Everything else has been pretty fine. So <laughs> comparatively. Yeah. How are you doing? Um not throwing up and definitely cleaning out the fridge and trying to use stuff before it expires. I have a heavy whipping cream that expires in a few days. Oh. That I probably use. <laughs> and um but yeah, other than that, pretty good. I think especially today I've just been finding myself really craving longer extended times of rest. I kind of had that a little bit towards the beginning of this um, whole thing, but kind of got kind of lost track of it as uh, I think just this went on for longer and the novelty of it kind of wore off. And it it was like reminding me of like, wow, man, I still have to be like getting that, you know, being in the word, like, yeah, taking in the daily bread and um, just like, been craving that longer time that I feel like um yeah I've just been craving that and wanting that yeah. more for my life and um just kind of feeling like the effects of it too just feeling like more agitated or distracted and just kind of find myself like yeah I gotta come back and like for that like yeah just to get that building really yeah just like go back and like build a relationship with yeah the Lord in that quiet time. I've been missing that. Um, so hoping to get some of that this weekend. It looks like it's going to be super nice out this weekend. Springtime. Loving it. Who knows? And maybe maybe read some Bible on my deck. I don't know. Oh. Yeah. I love deck Bible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> some DB. Yeah. I, I feel that. I, I feel like I uh, generally have had a shorter... A shorter... Um, uh, temperance or um, it's easier for me to get irritable I guess mm-hmm. is what I'm trying to yeah. say so I feel that yeah but we are all human and we are all covered by the grace of God Amen. and can all repent of these things but um, and bring them back to the Lord and receive grace but speaking of humans and people covered with God's grace Brian we have we have a friend with us here tonight we do, yes. Um, <clears throat> we have, oh my goodness, we have our friend Lauren Woolham, who 
I, I, um, I did not make this connection until now, but I would almost call her a real life female version of Ron Swanson. Um, minus like the insane eating habits and drinking habits. Uh, man. And <laughs> way more affectionate. <laughs> yes. Um, to put it lightly, um, Lauren and I, we've had late night political conversations over text message. We've plugged in cables together. We've done a lot of quote unquote, like just work for H2O together. Uh, I remember Lauren as a student when I was like, I think it was my first year on staff. I think honestly, Lauren's <laughs> been around longer than I have been. <laughs> and it just feels like we're friends and colleagues now. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a woman who isn't afraid to get into the trenches and do hard work, both physically and spiritually. Oh, that was so good. That's so uh, true. Yes. She, she serves on our leadership table. She mentors women. God. She manages yes. staffers. She's a yes, woodworker. She I'm one of them. She's a car mechanic. <laughs> yes. And also I'm affectionately, affectionately known as Lowo. Yes. I, I'm sure all of this is making her really uncomfortable. So, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, welcome to H2N Friends, your friend and mine, Lauren Woolham. Hello, Lauren. Hello. You're correct in that I'm very uncomfortable. <laughs> Sorry to start you out like that, Lauren, but it's it's all out of love. I hope you know that. Uh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love you guys too. Lauren, we're so happy to have you here on the podcast. And um, uh-huh. I just want to say right now that you are a friend, not a guest. Yes. <laughs> Got it. Yes. That's that's an important distinction. So yeah. Lauren, uh my f- my first question to you is How's life going? How is life going? You know, I knew that question was coming. Doesn't mean I have a solid answer. That's okay. We've never had a solid um, answer on this show ever. That's great. I fit right in. Um, yeah, before I answer, I do want to say I'm, I love you guys too and um, mm. have a, equally, if not more, amazing things to say about you guys. And so thanks for being who you are uh, mm. it's good to be here with you thank you thanks Lauren. um yeah so how am i doing doing okay i exercised today oh nice second time in quarantine what's that Great. look like for you what's exercise for you well the first time i did it i did uh active with actin so i was watching some of the mike dewine amy actin uh press conferences daily yeah. daily briefings and there was this uh i don't know what to call it i guess it's not really a meme but a thing on the social meds that was like hey every time she says something to this effect do a push-up and every time <laughs> nice. someone else anytime anyone says social distancing do some crunches and and that kind of stuff. And it's like drink. It's like a drinking game. But instead of drinking, it was alcohol. Or no, it was exercise. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That sounds so great. But anyway, that was the first time. And the second time. This Today, I there's I have workout DVD that I watched. That's it's, amazing. 
it's old school. It's not, it's not an app. It's not streaming. It's literally no. a DVD. A That's DVD. great. That's awesome, Lauren. So yeah. My, um, so I like that you're doing a, uh, active with Dr. Acton because I've been doing um, wine with the wine in a very yeah. responsible <laughs> way. Very responsible, a very modest glass of wine while I get my um, essential updates from Governor DeWine. Um, yes. So, Lauren, you're going in the opposite direction of me. So, um, cheers <laughs> well, to you. Well, I did you. it once. I, I just want to clarify that I did it once. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, let's keep it up then. <laughs> yes, exactly. Not, so far, has not become a regular habit, but that's what I did today. It felt like I needed it. I was... Um, yeah, just to kind of expand, I was, I had sat down to do some journaling and um, I just kind of felt stopped up. Like I couldn't yeah. think all that, all that yeah. clearly and put words to the page. And um, so I said, well, maybe I'll try exercising. Yeah. <laughs> See how that works. And, yeah. So yeah. Um, can you give us like maybe just like a quick kind of bird's eye view of what um kind of what the the covid thing has looked like for you the or the stay at home order you know that sort of thing like i don't know that's kind of something we've been asking all of our our friends who have been on this show like how's how's that whole thing going for you yeah that's a bird's eye view it's been it's hard to it's hard to put into words because it feels like it's been so many different things. Um, I think when everything first started, it was a lot of, it was a lot of anxiety and, and worry, not for myself, but um, just for the situation, the evolving situation and what was happening and all of the implications and fallout from what's been going on and um, more recently. So after those first like couple of weeks of just stress and some level of shock and just not sure what to do or think um, it did start to feel more like, okay, so we're in this, how do we just keep living and Mm -hmm. find some normalcy and, um, I, I teach a class for Kent State. Uh, it was already online even before all this, and so not much about it changed. But um, that kind of kicked back in, just my need to focus in on that. And so if any students are listening and are had that happen with their schoolwork, I can relate very much. Mm. Um, I felt like I just shifted focus um, at that point. And I was like, well, I just have to do this work and it's hard to do motivation is really, really uh, hard to come by and fleeting. And, and so that's been, that's been where a lot of my energy has been going. Um, the last, the last couple of weeks, um, is just trying to be faithful to my job and my multiple jobs. I mean, I have, I'm coworkers with you guys and, um, just a lot of, yeah, just trying to be faithful. And um, so that's in some ways reduced some of the anxiety and stuff like that. Cause I'm just thinking about um, just the big picture implications a little bit less and yeah, kind of just doing that day to day 
stuff, mm-hmm. trying to, I hate to say it, but just trying to survive, you know, and yeah, I get through day by day. I get that. I know, like, as a staff team, we've been kind of focused on um, journaling kind of our day-to-day thoughts and how it's going and, mm-hmm. you know, what's the Lord speaking to us and stuff. And um, I don't know. I find that, like, a lot of my journal entries are just very meandering and very just, like, oh yeah, almost in the moment. Um, mm-hmm. And that's that's very okay. And I, um, I think part of what, and well, the thought behind the thought process process behind all of us staffers kind of journaling day to day throughout this time period is we want to be able to look back and, and, and just see like, Hey, like maybe God was doing something during this time. And without a, without question, God is, doing something during this time Mm -hmm. and I'm not entirely sure what that is um, but I know for me a lot of and I've spoken on this before is I I just feel like depending on the day a lot of my capacity and bandwidth to like function emotionally and spiritually has just been preoccupied by coronavirus and COVID-19 and um, just digesting what is happening in the world around us and um, having having concern for my neighbor's mother Mm -hmm. or having concern for, um, you know, my friend's family who, you know, who may or may not have been exposed to COVID-19 or you know, uh, even just the economic fallout, you know, all these, all these things that can get in the way of, um, not in the way of, but all these things that can just really, um, take a lot of our emotional and spiritual energy. Um, Mm -hmm. and to kind of, um, segue into my next question, Lauren, I remember at a, um, at a staff meeting we had had uh, virtually because, you know, that's all we're doing right now. You had talked about kind of being overloaded with news and um, just information online or on TV and to, and to that kind of leading to some anxiety or depression. And I was just wondering if you could kind of give us um, just a, just a look, a look into what that journey has been for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kind of like, as I mentioned, those first couple of weeks, especially was, yeah, just to answer your question, I had really just been glued to the news and to um, projections and um, just the data and the information and the, and the conflict between different levels of leadership and our people who are in charge and um and yeah just all of the impending doom basically that was being talked about and discussed and again projected and um typically we were talking earlier that so i'm a enneagram five even though i don't really follow the enneagram or 
understand fully what that means or necessarily always agree but anyway (laughs) one of the things one of the things that is true between enneagram five and me as a person is that i like information Mm. um i like to understand and know um and fully just really know what's going on and why things are happening and just to be fully informed and um so there's a lot of of that motivation behind it and um and one of the things I, I just kind of noticed in some of my journal before this was um, part of the of what happens when I an outpouring of that or a result is that I I want to be able to anticipate what's coming and in order to help people and like um, and just like know what's the right thing to do and so having more information to know what the right thing to do is like that's my motivation and um but yeah to like i shared that staff meeting a few weeks ago it was it was to a point where it was just far far too much um like i said i was just really glued to it and i really was not um it was just too much and so um Mm -hmm. i had to i had to take some intentional breaks Mm. from it and put some uh, limitations on what I was taking in and how much and when and that kind of stuff. And, um, I mean, it certainly helped <laughs> some of the anxiety and worry, but even, even more than taking in some less information, what I think what really gave me some peace in the midst of that, that anxious period was, um, a lot of, a lot of prayer. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a specific prayer time that I had, um, around, around that same time that, um, yeah. I just had to turn it over to the Lord because part of it is I want to be the one to help. I want to solve the problems yeah. and, or at the very least, just like do what I can, um, you know, do what's in my capacity. Do your part. Mm-hmm. Do my part. And, but it felt like I was, in my mind, I was just building up too, too much what my part is. And like, it's like, yeah. I'm not, I'm not the savior. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to, oh, yeah. I'm not going to solve these problems. I'm not going to save my neighbors or my yeah. community or the country. Um, so there was definitely just a really significant moment of surrender. Um, mm-hmm. That was really helpful. Um, Lauren, can I, and so, can I ask you what, um, if we can just back up for just a moment, um, what, what was the, what was that kind of like turning point where you were like, whoa, this is not good for me. This is not healthy. I need to mm-hmm. change something. Cause I can relate so much to you in that I also really crave information and uh crave like what um like what is truth and what is actually happening mm-hmm. versus yeah. what i just want to be informed and yeah. i think it's easy for me to like i can i can so clearly remember even right now in my head as i think back on it laying on my couch it's probably one o'clock in the morning. I've got CNN on the TV with their, you know, um, reported cases 
count mm-hmm. in their death count that has been up there for three weeks or not even three weeks, a month and a half. And mm-hmm. I'm on my phone on Reddit looking at healthcare professionals post comments on what the front line looks like. And mm-hmm. I'm just laying here depressed as all get out and fairly certain that somebody in my house is going to wind up in the hospital. If you wind up in the hospital, you're going to freaking die because you know, what, mm-hmm. you know, all these things. And that leads to me acting out, um, by overeating and, um, drinking and staying up way too late and, mm-hmm. um, just making really unhealthy decisions. So, um, I guess I'm just curious, like, is there some moment in your life where you were like, Oh, I, I need to, I need to back off of all this. Yeah. Um, I think if there was one moment that at least gave me the notion, like I need to take a break from Mm -hmm. my phone for at least a day, if not longer was, I was up, it was super, I was up really late. Um, this is, this was a few weeks ago. It was before I moved, um, to the house I live in now. Um, I was sitting on the couch. I ended up on a YouTube comment section, which I, first of all, don't do that. (laughs) Um, it was, and it was, it was even, it gets worse. It was a conspiracy theory. Oh no, Lauren. YouTube video about like, it was just, it was terrifying. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I just, so just the way that it made me feel so, so, so overwhelmed mm-hmm. and like there was, like this is wor- like a- apocalypse. This is the worst case scenario. Um, yeah. And, and around that same time, like I definitely was not sleeping well. I was, mm-hmm. I was having like, essentially, I don't know if I'd call them nightmares, but like, I don't normally remember my dreams, but sometimes mm-hmm especially when I'm not sleeping very well, I tend to like, yeah, it can be from what's going on. Stress dreams. Yeah. Stress dreams. That's exactly what it is. Mine always involve my, my teeth. Like my teeth are falling out. Oh, that is, or uh, that is really common and like has some symbolism, but I've never experienced that in a dream, but praise God. Um, yeah. So I was, I was having stress dreams I was like, I was just feeling overwhelmed and, um, yeah, part of it too was just like time, like how much time was I spending? Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm not getting anything else done. I'm not spending time journaling or reading the word or it was just patterns I was seeing and like, this is not sustainable. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah. So what's the, what's the upside of that? Like what, um, Clearly you decided or the Lord revealed to you that, Hey, this isn't good. You got to change. So what does the, well, like, what's the upside of that look like? Like how did you resist or fight back? And, Mm -hmm. um, question number two, what is your, like, what's your hope right now? Yeah. Um, some of the resist and fight back was, I did an intentional fast for a weekend mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, 
from like my phone and part of it was also from food and I just felt like I needed a reset. Um, I also used some different tools and apps on my phone to limit what I was able to access and mm -hmm. for how long and that kind of stuff. And that helped. Yeah. Um, yeah, just like limiting access to my phone has been yeah. really helpful. Um, I think the the hope and and also yeah that there's that prayer time of yeah asking the Lord to remind me of the truth that He is in control and um, yeah that I I want to rely on Him and yeah and do my part and be obedient uh, but not feel like I have to know and understand and everything in order to save yeah. everyone yeah um, mm -hmm. yeah so it's been it's, it's a mix of practical things and um just honestly surrender has been mm -hmm. yeah yeah i was even just thinking the the term came to my mind like lauren you've walked this path of surrender like i even just think and pray that's like a blessing to our listeners now is like maybe they're finding themselves and they might have to walk a path to surrender. Like you just kind of walked through that. It's like to resist and to turn away and to set restrictions and then to turn to the Lord and walk in obedience. Like, yeah, I'm just thankful that um, the Lord walked you through that. And yeah, um, Bo just even love to continue like, hearing about how that's been for you since like yeah sorry I didn't mean to cut you off but I just love to hear continued like spaces of hope that you've even found in the midst of you know a lot of media consumption and but yeah like the hope that you found in that yeah um, and, and in Jesus yeah Jesus yeah <laughs> um because our finding yeah, right. I didn't mean like finding hope in the media. <laughs> like, Jesus. <laughs> that's like, that's like a, that's a phrase we've said on the podcast before. It's like, but Jesus. <laughs> yes. So yeah, Lauren, walk us through that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's really good clarification. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would love to sit here and say that, yeah, I did a fast a couple weeks ago, put some restrictions on my media or like my news consumption. Um, I had this, had this, you know, walking through a, a period of surrender and, and it's great now, but then like, I'm, it's not honestly. Um, yeah. I think I've gone too far in the other direction. And, um, like I, I mentioned, I mean, I think the trying to get, be faithful to my classwork was an impetus, but, uh, just my like flesh has been the driving force of it too. Mm. That um, my res yeah, in recent weeks it's been more like I'm trying to distract myself. Rather, so it's the opposite. So at the beginning, I was like really, really invested in trying to be super, super informed, and um, and lately I feel like I've trying to I'm trying to just distract myself and mm. um, and be not mentally present mm -hmm. honestly and um some level of that is is healthy and there are some days when it's like there's this there's this moderation that's good and um 
but yeah it's a, yeah it's been it's been too much of that and um, it seems like there's some similar. sort of difficult tightrope to walk there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I was just sharing with the City Life group the one of the questions was, what circus performer would you be if you were in the circus? And I said, I would be a tightrope walker. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> clearly not very good at it. So maybe, <laughs> maybe I should. <laughs> no, but... Um, Honestly, I think, Lauren, you would be the lion yeah. tamer. Let's, let's be real. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about that as an option. That sounds great. There you go. Yeah, um, yeah. As you were saying, but yeah, I think. I mean, hope is hope is there. That I, I'm first of all, I'm super grateful that um, I live with who I live with, and I work with who I work with, and I have so much like blessings and and things that help me um, just point me to the Lord and um, just remind me that this is worth pursuing and fighting against the, or like our, my natural tendencies. And, um, but yeah, the Lord, the Lord is faithful. There's these moments of, and they might not feel like it's the majority, but there's these really powerful moments of, um, just understanding who he is and who I am in him and honestly being reminded of the gospel. And, um, it's, it's so like, it could be really basic, but it's so, I, I loved what you said. I don't know if it was with, uh, Hunter or with Grace, uh, Brooke, but the gospel, like Jesus being our resurrected King, that's the linchpin of the universe. And yep. Um, I think that was the phrase you used and I was really encouraged by that and that's been so true like there's mm-hmm. been there's been ample opportunity to just take a breath and remember that Jesus is our resurrected king he conquered death mm-hmm. and there's yeah. this really secure future yeah. Uh for us and um Alpha and Omega baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I almost feel like um what God's been teaching me this, you know, you know, since we're talking about me in this segment. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, um I don't know, maybe it's similar to you, Lauren, but uh, it almost feels like in some regard, like my response doesn't necessarily really even matter that much mm. um, because uh, our good King Jesus is sovereign and um, is, is, is in control. And there's been moments where I've stepped outside of my house with my family and felt the sunshine. And it's just like, ah, everything is fine. God is in control. And, Mm. um, I don't know why sunshine reminds me of that, but man, just getting outside and feeling the sunshine just reminds me that, yeah, God is in control and anything that I do doesn't change any of that. You know, God invites me to come alongside and kind of be a part of what he's doing, but Mm. shoot, he doesn't need me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know he doesn't need me um but 
I'm I'm just always thankful that um you know he is strong and he's in control and I don't know that's your a bit of your story reminds me of that Lauren yeah yeah he is I the phrase you said um like he doesn't need us that's I've reflected on that in recent years I guess mm-hmm. um that's kind of the beauty of it. Oh. Like he doesn't need us, but he invites us anyway. Praise God. Mm. Praise God. <laughs> yeah. Cause if we I were in so. charge, yeah. I mean, good Lord. <laughs> That's bleh. I don't want <laughs> I don't yeah. want to live in that yeah. world where I'm in charge. Woo. No, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> me neither. I would be a terrible, <laughs> leader of the universe Lauren, of the three of us here though you would probably be the best candidate i don't know yeah. but still i don't know man uh yeah but there's this i don't know there's this i've been there's a beauty in being invited by the god of the universe to yeah. be a part of what he's doing and to be to be yeah just a piece of his redemption story and yeah. amen yeah all of um all of this especially Brian when you were talking about like stepping outside and stepping into the light and the sunshine first of all it brings me back to that um like Christian Camp song like into marvelous night light i'm running <laughs> that one you guys know what i'm talking about yeah, yeah that was yeah. out of shame that was more yes. of a that was more of a college song for me but yeah go ahead oh <laughs> Just show your and my age here. That's fine. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, it just reminds me because we were also talking about Jesus as like, you know, Alpha and Omega. And if you guys don't mind, just want to share some Bible here. But when like growing up, um, my parents had us memorize John 1. It's in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life and the life that was, oh, the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. And how like certain that is and how like, yeah, this light, the light of Jesus like cannot be dampened. It, it is not controlled by us. It is like always overcoming and is always present. Like darkness has no hold on it. It's like the light enters into darkness and shines and that's where we meet Jesus. And so that's like, this is just this whole situation I feel like is just coming around back to this truth of like, this feels like a lot of darkness, but we have the light that darkness cannot overcome. Like we have the word and and Jesus to lead us into marvelous light. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, yeah. hey, so we have, um, we have a couple of voicemails that some <laughs> members of our church has sent in and wow. I want to cue co- air horn. Yes. <laughs> so these are two voicemails. Uh, the first one is going to be from Nick Larson, fellow staffer, Nick Larson. The second one is going to be from new staffer, uh, Griffin Rath. And Ooh. folks, cue second round of air horns. Yes. Thank you, Griffin. <laughs> um, folks, 
We need more voicemails that aren't just from staffers because I've begged and pleaded with them to <laughs> send voicemails into the into the into the thing. We want to hear the voice of our friends. Yes, so badly. That's you, listener. Um, so we need you to call in, and I'm looking up the voice number right now because I forget. It is three three one six eight four seven two seven three. Once again, it's 331-684-7273. I'll stick it in the vo- uh, into the show notes as well. Folks. Brian, if I, yes. what if I want to call, do I have to have like a clean thought to share? No. Like, a, my, like all my thoughts put together neatly? No, there's never been, aside <laughs> from maybe uh, Pastor Eric Asp, there's never been any clean put together thoughts <laughs> on this podcast ever. So why would we change can I, that can now? I, can I only send a voicemail that's about 10 seconds long? No, we're looking for two-ish minutes. Um, okay. But you know, at this point, you know, just send it my way, you know, and we'll, yeah. roll, we'll roll with it. So whether you are a student, um, you're a city member, a staffer, a supporter, supporter, who else? Um, give us a call. We want to hear from you. We don't, we don't know how you're doing. Just give us a house life update or some pontifications. So guys, call in the, 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 pre- there's the pressure's off. You know, we love you guys. There's no pressure, you know? Yeah. So, None. okay. With that said, um, I'm going to play this voicemail. We're going to hear from um, H2O Kent staffer Nick Larson. Okay, here we go. Oh, hold on. Wait. Sorry. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> We're seeing how the sausage, sausage, sausage is made here. Okay. All right. Here we go. Hi. Good morning, Brian and Brooke. This is Nick Larson, and for those of you listening to the podcast that don't know me, I'm a staff member here at H2O Kent. I want to thank you guys so much for pointing us consistently back to Christ through the podcast and for your leadership in the midst of all this. I'm giving you guys this pandemic update from my apartment on the west side of Kent, famously above a barbershop, and I'll tell you, some parts of this new normal have been really tough. As someone who is 99% extroverted, the idea of being home all the time without the ability to be around groups of people can be really draining on my soul. And I don't know about you guys, but video conference fatigue is so real. It just confirms to me that a man was created to be in community with others. And I've heard a lot of people mention the longing that they have for that community uh, and for the first time that our church can gather again. And that thought is giving me so much hope uh, and so much longing uh, to be with you guys. And I was also challenged in the midst of that by Mark's devotional thoughts that our church published yesterday on First Thessalonians 2, that in the midst of that longing that we're feeling, we have the immovable word of God to give us hope that is going to outlast all of our circumstances, both good and bad. So yeah, it's been really tough for me to stay inside and to be missing gatherings. And believe me, I still haven't handled uh, this new life perfectly and never will. I uh, still, for the life of me, can't get good at doing the dishes, even in a statewide stay-at-home order. Uh, but I'm learning to give myself more grace and to lean on the immovable word of God 
which will hopefully grow my soul closer to the Father in a way that impacts my walk with him long after all this is over. So, yeah, that is my pandemic update. Uh, thank you, guys. Can't wait to be with you again. Bye. Yeah. Uh, gosh. Um, that was great. I feel like that's just been a theme in my life is just learning to give myself more grace and everyone else grace. Mm -hmm. Oh man. Okay. Um, okay. So I have another one. This one is from, uh, mute, uh, uh, colleague Griffin wrath. Uh, okay, here we go. Hey guys, this is Griffin. Long time listener. First time caller. (laughs) Um, at the end of Lauren's lesson, uh, Dan was asking if anybody knew how to cut hair, um, in this current circumstance. Well, I've been cutting my own hair for about two years. Um, and, and here's my advice. If there's a man or, or a woman with very short hair, you can go to Walmart, get wall clipper set um, at Walmart. It's about $35. Then use YouTube tutorials. That's it. If you're a woman or a man with very long hair, look at the haircutting scene from The Born Identity. Um, Jason Bourne just takes some scissors to that hair and, and you know what? It ends up looking great. That's all. Uh, I'm not familiar with the haircutting scene in the born identity. Um, I guess we'll just, we'll just have to look it up. Yeah. But I that can. Voicemail was both encouraging and informative. I I can I do have a set of wall clippers W A H L and I'm here to tell you I've so I have like a I have like wall clippers that are meant for my hair and I have like a beard trimmer that's like cordless and you know it's meant to like trim up your beard and stuff I've from trimming up my beard I've I've pretty much ditched the beard trimmer and I just use wall hair clippers on my beard Imagine what it'll do for your hair. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I just I just think about someone who might not know what you look like, Brian, and they just got to be thinking, Brian just must have a really intense beard. And you know what? They are not wrong. So It's not intense. It's not as intense as it used to be. Praise <laughs> God. Um, uh, Lauren, are you still with us there? Yeah, okay. okay, perfect. Um, I'm gonna set, I'm gonna say one more plea for people to call the uh, the H two One Friends uh, voice line. We want you to call in, folks. Again, no pressure. Just let us know how you're doing or give us some thoughts. Uh, the phone number is three three one six eight four seven two seven three. Again, three three one six eight four seven two seven three. Uh, let us know how you're doing or just give us some recommendations or whatever. We'd love to have you on the show. So for sure. Um, Lauren, one of the major roles that you have on our staff team is you are a good event plan planner. <laughs> there uh, it if is. I do say so. <laughs> uh, you are real good at it. I would even venture as far to say that it is a spiritual gift even um not i don't know is that is that biblical to say that well if if not maybe yeah i maybe i won't speak for the whole church i myself have definitely been discipled by your ability to do this well (laughs) 
I appreciate that. I will, uh, as the special events coordinator, I will plug events. <laughs> I, I personally, I personally like have had had some significant uh, just like moments with the Lord at these kinds of re- events, and I think especially overnight retreats, they're powerful times because not because it's the only way you can interact with the Lord, but having a group of people stepping away from like day-to-day stuff and intentionally focusing in a whole 24-hour period to seeking community and seeking the Lord. And it's just, it's just, it's great. It's really good. Mm -hmm. It's a good, good time. So Mm -hmm. Lauren, I was wondering, okay, I specifically sent you a text message earlier today. I was like, you did Lauren, I need you to come up with some event planning hot takes. And I specifically said, make them, (laughs) make them a little sassy. You know, uh-huh. so yeah, you know, bring the heat, let's Lauren. Bring, bring the it. heat, Lauren. Hit us with some truths here. <laughs> All right, I did prepare. I did um, crowdsource some of this. Oh, yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> so Lauren, Lauren does it big. <laughs> so I, I live with uh, Michelle, and she is the former special events coordinator, Michelle Whitaker. Um, Michelle Whitaker, your friend so. and mine. Mm-hmm. Our friend. Um, so anyway, so my very first hot take, this is mine. And the reason it's a hot take is because neither of my roommates agreed with me. <laughs> I like this. Love it. Love it. Love it. <laughs> my hot take is people who attend retreats or other events do not adequately take advantage of the vegetables that have been prepared. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. I'm one of thing. those people. Here's the thing. Okay. You're at a retreat or in a party or a picnic or something. And there is a tray of pre-bought, washed, cut up, and assembled vegetables, and you, bell you know, peppers, you know broccoli. They're served with a dip. Like, you know there's a good dip sitting Ugh. there with them. Exactly. All you got to like, do is eat it. Exactly. It's it's, it's free labor vegetables, <laughs> and you're just passing them up. You're just saying, nope, I'm just going to do my I'm gonna do my own work to eat vegetables Perfect. in the future. <laughs> okay. That's the first hot take. All right. So that's Lauren, perfect. This is what this is exactly. Oh. This is exa- I didn't know that I wanted to hear this, but I wanted to hear that. <laughs> All right, hit us with number two. Um, I'm gonna gird two. my loins here. No. Number two. This was no, not don't do that. Number. This was the crowdsourced one, which we all agreed with. Um, okay. So when you're when you're getting ready to attend a retreat or you're thinking about registering or an event of some kind and you want to know a piece of information about it. Here we go. Here we go. Here's the here's the thing. The information has already been given. <laughs> if, you, if you if you if you are aware of an event that is happening, that means that we have put out all of the necessary information about that event. <laughs> and it's 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 all you have to do is just find that information 
to know what to bring <laughs> or where to go. I can't be bothered with that started. kind of stuff, Lauren. Because Lauren, Lauren, what's like, what's the alternative to that? Like, what, what are people mean? doing instead of seeking out that information on their own? They're they're texting me or emailing me <laughs> or or yes. just like asking someone else and being like, I don't know. And it's like you you can find out. Lauren, I'm guilty. I'm guilty. Oh, same. Guilty as charged. Yeah. (laughs) Here's the thing. This is a. It's 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 kind of bold. It it builds into like a overarching life hot take. Information is available to you at all times. Well, Lauren. We talked about this earlier. We talked about this earlier. Sometimes too much information can make you anxious. Yeah. Yeah, but if it's information like, hey, when is the party? Then I don't think that's going to make you anxious. That's true. That's true. If you know what time the party starts. Yeah. I'm just I'm just using that as a uh, as a really poorly constructed shield to um, make up for my deficiencies (laughs) and. You know, whatever it is yeah. that I need to do for events. Um, I want to say this with yeah. full, full, hundred percent grace. If you text me and ask me about something, I will tell you because oh. I want you to know. God bless and you. And I am not offended at all. I just think the world at large could grow in our ability to to seek information and figure stuff out. Oh. Wow, Lauren. All right. Um, okay, Lauren, we're coming up here on the time of the show where we do um, we do recommendations. This is what we do here. We close out the show with just random. You know what? What do you have to recommend for us this week? Okay, I thought about this, and I was a little worried. There was a moment of of fear yesterday. I was thinking, I thought it might have been getting canceled but it's not okay so my recommendation is what on instagram uh there's a a musician called named drew holcomb Uh it's h-o-l-c-o-m-b if you don't know who that is drew holcomb uh he and his wife ellie have been doing nightly they call them kitchen covers where they uh arrange a song by another artist a whole every genre like so such a wide range and they sing it in their kitchen and they post it to instagram and it has been such a delight mm-hmm. every evening to come back to instagram and open up drew and ellie holcomb and just watch them sing and have fun and mm. it's just been really nice so anyway i mm. recommend following Drew Holcomb Music on Instagram. Perfect. Perfect. That's good. That's a good recommendation. What about you, Brooke? I, unlike Lauren, was not prepared for this question. (laughs) And I'm like just a hundred percent transparency here. I'm just like looking around my room. I'm like, shoot, what can I recommend? (laughs) (laughs) No, this is beautiful. I love it. Candles. Candles. Yeah, no, and I'm literally, I'm looking at my side table right now, and I uh, was recently gifted a little jewelry dish, and it's really quite cute, but on it, I just started keeping (laughs) two different types of chapstick on it, because I really love putting on chapstick before I go to sleep, 
And oh. I would just, I, <laughs> I'd recommend uh, keeping some chapstick on your nightstand um, or your, your, your side table next to your bed, whatever you want to call it. Um, it's just a nice little just a nice little way to extra addition into like you're tucking in just put on some chapstick uh my 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 wife also loves that she does the exact same thing i feel so much better about this recommendation yes well we're coming up here on 10 years of marriage and i am still trying to get the good night kiss before the chapstick is applied (laughs) and that (laughs) has not happened yet but we're getting Ever? there. We're getting there. You know, <laughs> baby steps. Oh, um, oh, oh, my recommendation. Uh, I had so I work um, in the coffee industry. It's no secret that I work part time at a coffee shop. I had a um, an iced pour over this morning. It was light roast. You do um, for those of you who are into the pour over game. You um, usually have, you know, your 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 coffee and your water Uh, for an ice pour over. All you do is you take half the amount of water that you would normally use and just do um, you change that out for ice and just put it in the bottom of your brewing vessel. And guys, ladies, I'm here to tell you, it is one of the most delightful things I have had in quite some time. It was so good. Nice, it was Brian. Bri- it That's was awesome. Oh, it was so good. It was bright and fruity and somewhat sweet and um, just Ooh. a a gosh darn great way to start my shift at seven in the morning. I was just wow. tickled to death. I loved it. <laughs> Brian, can you? I just think your reactions to things are so priceless and so great and an enduring quality about you. But can you walk us through like what was your exact reaction when you first took a sip of your iced pour over? Um, yeah, so I would have, you know, I had, um, it was my friend Daniel who I work with, not Daniel who's on staff here, but my friend Daniel at the coffee shop. We, um, we both had our, and it's so sweet. He always has like a pour of her, uh, ready to go for me when I come in on Wednesday mornings. It's just That's so sweet. It's so kind. And, um, he goes, Hey Brian, um, we're going to drink this this morning. I thought we'd do a nice one. I said, that sounds amazing. And I take a sip. I go, you know, I'm doing my, you know, I go, <laughs> And, um, and I go, this is what I did. I went, oh, that's really good. Nice. I was like, this is really good. <laughs> that, was, that was my reaction. That reminds, me, that reminds me of a famous Lauren Willem quote. That's a good deal. Oh, that's a whole other segment for when Lauren yeah. does her victory lap and is on uh, H2O and Friends once again. Yes. We'll talk about, um, we'll talk about that next time. Okay. Um, yeah, I guess we're at the end of the episode here. So for uh, Brooke and Lauren, myself, um, everybody, thank you so much for listening. We love you dearly. We look forward so much to when we can all be together again. And we know that um, our 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 God and our good King is looking out for you and cares deeply about you. Um, we love you all. And um, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. <laughs>